안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning. My dear brothers and sisters and clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Today, I'd like to talk about again, expand the environment for witnessing from True Mother's Anthology, book one. So let's study. Expand the environment for witnessing. The message I have given you today was about this. Forgive, love, and unite. This is the true love flu of this age given to you by true parents. I hope this heavenly flu spreads to the nation and moves on to all of Asia and the entire world, and that you will yield results working from such a foundation. The work that we do, however, is to save people. What else should we be grateful for that is greater than this? You should be afraid of sleeping. Father tried not to sleep. You said you would become devoted children and patriots. If that is the case, shouldn't you take after true parents? Please become sons and daughters that resemble true parents and realize their hopes. This is the only way to give blessings to our descendants. These days, I have been thinking a lot about indemnity. What can be done to establish a future without indemnity? The Chanoguk era, the kingdom of heaven on earth, the kingdom of heaven that you realize will accomplish this. Of course, the doors were opened by true parents, but how extensively we build a good environment depends on you. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. One of the important slogans that True Mother gave to the people in this age is forgive, love, and unite. She said that these slogans should spread not only in the United States, but throughout the world. However, the important thing is that fallen human beings do not have the generosity to forgive their enemies. Even if they forgive, that forgiveness is said to be temporary or returns to its original state before forgiveness. That is our problems. True Father forgave the countless enemies who uh, tormented him, and he forgave even Kim Il-sung. Jesus also forgave the Israelites and the Roman soldiers who pierced him with a spear. So where did that power of love come from? And even while so many Christians were martyred, where did the strength to forgive their enemies come from? If you look at the examples of the people who loved their enemies, they all experienced great love from God or Jesus and inherited that true love. It is almost impossible for a fallen man to love his enemies. To love your enemies is impossible with just human strength. To love your enemies, you must completely change your heart 180 degrees through the experience of the meeting love of God and Jesus and true parents. You have to have experience or reunion of love with God and the Lord. In fact, the words forgive and love and unite means the same thing 
This is because if you have a heart to love your enemies, you can forgive and unite with anyone. Personally, for me, throughout my life, I make a list of my enemies to love and pray for them every day. I pray until I have a heart to forgive them. However, my confession, while praying over the list of the enemies to love, I realized something very important. It was because I thought they had done something wrong that I could not forgive them. But then I realized that it was all my mistakes. I had enemies because I had a fallen natures and pride that Satan could not help but to accuse me of. In the end, I came to realize that instead of forgiving my enemies, I need, I need to repent centering on my faults. Then I realized that they should rather forgive me. And the important thing to realize that as long as I have arrogance or fallen natures, and since God sends enemies to me to clear this up. In this way, my brothers and sisters, having an enemy is a gift to send by heaven to clear up my fallen nature, my own pride. Therefore, I came to realize that if we do not love our enemies and do not love those, uh, those we should love, then anyone will Inevitability, pay indemnity. Wow. I did my 47 years experience since I joined church. I cannot love my enemy. I cannot love something. I have to pay indemnity. Wow, this is my 47 years experience. You cannot love someone, you need to pay indemnity need to go through all kinds of suffering and hardships. You need to training again and again and again. That's why my conclusion, I need to love anyone without exception. There's no concern, not much about the pay attention, then I have to pay also indemnity as well. That's why I need to love everybody without exception, like God. God send the that God sent the, the sun everywhere, right? Even moon. God sent air to everywhere. Does not matter your enemy, good guy or bad guy. Wow. God's love is really amazing. How can I inherit that kind of God's love? How can I inherit Jesus, Jesus kind of the, his quality of love? Forgive his enemies, even our true father. They are truly my exemplary figures. That's why in my heart, I feel now no more enemies. I need to really love someone, really I cannot love. That is a real love. That is really true love. Then if I really love something I cannot love, then my container true love become bigger and bigger and greater and greater. You can embrace the, your nation, even your, and, and can, can, you can embrace the whole world. Wow, really this amazing, you know? That's why I think uh, <laughs> my brothers and sisters, 
When you have your own enemy, that means you need to realize that you are the one who really need to repent. You cannot love your enemies. This incredible traumatic guidance of forgive, and love, and unite. No? Living divine principle, uh, uh, the position of the human beings in the cosmos, owners of creation. Let's study. The position of human beings in the cosmos. First, God created human beings to be the rulers of the universe. The universe does not of itself have internal sensibility toward God. Hence, God does not govern the universe directly. Rather, God endowed human beings with sensibilities to all things in the universe and gave them the mandate to rule over the universe directly. Human beings composed of flesh, which can dominate the corporeal world and spirit, which can dominate the incorporeal world, likewise have the potential to rule both worlds. Father Sword. You must first have dominion over the spiritual world. Although this world is full of external disorder, the greatest disorder is that of the spiritual nature. We know that upon Jacob's spiritual victory, the physical victory was decided and Jacob was given the name Israel. In the same way, you must become victorious princes who can first have dominion over the spiritual world on the world stage and then have dominion over the physical world. If you cannot do this, then you will not be able to enter heaven. You must know this fact clearly. We must first build a spiritual foundation. We are building a unified authority. Without building the foundation to unify spirit world, we cannot build the foundation for a unified physical world. That's why without having a background of unification in the spirit world, the providence of unification on earth is impossible. In the case that spirit world opposes the work of Reverend Moon, the more that they oppose, the more difficult it will be for the physical world. I've gone through all of the spirit world and broke through the opposition of the physical world. Once I break through, they cooperate. They come out and cooperate. They are unable to cooperate if there is a wall in spirit world. Thank you. True Father said that all the chaos in this world begins with a spiritual chaos. The fall of man was first uh, caused by the spiritual fall with the uh, archangel. If there is a spiritual fall, it will always result in a physical fall. When we look at the people who have fallen, uh, fallen physically, they have committed numerous uh, spiritual falls before their physical fall. Therefore, although the external chaos of this world is also chaos, the biggest chaos is spiritual chaos. Jacob, who was a central figure in the uh, uh, providence of restoration, was given the title of Israel and become the victor by determining, uh, determining physical victory on the base of his spiritual victory. 
Similarly, in today's world, stage one can become the victorious prince who rules the spiritual world first and then the physical world. Therefore, the life of faith must first have a victory spiritually and mentally. If we lose spiritually and mentally, we will be defeated physically as well. If we, if we do not overcome spiritual fornication, we are bound to fall physically. That's why when I, you know, about, uh, you know, meeting with our second generation and they are really struggling and struggling how to overcome chapter two and master base uh, case and how, you know, their main problem is not physical, physically really committed. Their first problem is a spiritual fornication. If you come in spiritually more and more and more, Someday, when there is an opportunity to, uh, to uh, you know, when there is a right environment, then surely they fall physically. Judging from, uh, uh, judging from this principle, it is impossible to establish a unified foundation on earth without laying the foundation for unifying the spiritual world. So when True Father discovered the principle, he first proclaimed it, in the presence of the all saints, highest ranked religious people and Satan in spiritual world, receive the final approval from them. And finally receive the king's seal that even God has no choice but to acknowledge. Then he came down to earth and began to proclaim the principle. That's why Father talking about the 40 days condition in spiritual world, when he, Father, discovered all the divine principle. And then he went into the spiritual world and then, you know, uh, in front of the all saints and saints, including Satan and God, he proclaimed divine principle. And then he got a, so much objection here and there, but Father logically and heartistically, spiritually, scientifically convinced them and everybody surrendered, including Satan. But final stage need to get approval by God. And Father, Heavenly Father, in the beginning, he really opposed, even God, purposely. But even uh, when, uh, when God uh, opposed the fathers of the, of the divine principle, and then through Father logically and heartistically and convinced God, God no choice, God is a God of the principle then God really acknowledged he, uh, he's discovering divine principle. And then that's why God, Father, have so much confidence because he already won entire spiritual world, entire saints and saints, including Satan and God. That's why Father, so much confidence. He already got approval by God and saints and even Satan. That's why he always proudly proclaimed divine principle to the humankind. That's why without having a background of unification in spiritual world, the providence of unification on earth is impossible. That's why when the Father did anything, he first had to fight against the spiritual world and set the standard for victory, then proclaim it on earth, setting the standard for victory. That's why my brothers and sisters, your prayer is very important. 
Your chongsong is very important. Through chongsong and prayer, you need to win over spiritual world. When you win over the spiritual world, you have so much strength and power. And then when you relate to uh, the uh, reality world, you surely win over. But you don't have any kind of conviction through prayer. You cannot win over the spiritual world. You don't have any confidence to dealing with the reality, reality world. The, victor, uh, the vertical and horizontal eight stage of providence established by true father both set condition for victory in spiritual world and victory on earth and went through the process of restoration step by step. My brothers and sisters, that's why you, you need to be strong spiritually, internally, mentally. And you have that kind of conviction that you can conquer your physical body. You can, can deal with the physical world. You don't have any problems, but you don't have confidence because not enough prayer, not enough jungsung, not enough condition to dealing with the spiritual world. And then you definitely defeated by a reality world. Today's youth ministry or uh, transition to a higher level is necessary, very important content. So let's start. A transition to a higher level is necessary. The purpose of our external human relationship training is to eventually practice to harmonize in sibling relationships, marital relationships, and the parent-child relationship in the family. We are practicing to harmonize with each other, such as visiting families, fundraising, and receiving compliments from others as training to build good relationships. Some people receive a lot of praise and approval from others, but when they return to their family, they expose their fallen nature as is. There are people who treat others well, but can't do the same so at home. When it comes to other people's affairs, there are people who help more than they would their own, but in their own family, brothers and sisters become enemies and spouses do not harmonize with each other. The purpose of good relationships outside is to treat others better at home. But there are people who are different on the inside and outside. Yes. Historically, the internal causes of the failure of the central figures in God's problems all occurred at home. Look at Adam's family, all problems at home. You look at the Noah's family, Abraham's family, Jacob's family, and Jesus' family. In the end, the problems arose in the relationship between siblings, husband and wife, and parents and children at home. My goodness. Therefore, what we need to know is that the family decides whether, whether God's providence victories or fails. What we must think about is that our front line is not our job working place, not school, not church. We need to know that. We must take our family seriously. Home is not a place to rest. The, the, the family should be seriously considered as a battlefield where the battle between good and evil takes place. 
Many people do not realize this point. All the problems occur in the family throughout human history. Even now, all punctures and troubles happen at home. This is because they think of the family too easily. They treat each other too comfortably and they treat each other with a humanistic and blood relationship. It is a fact that the most difficult place for people to treat each other like God is in the family. You know, to win in the family, we must think of the thing of work and social life as a process of practice. And when we go to our families, we must think of it as not a practice, but a front line to fight Satan directly. That's why, my brothers and sisters, families become kingdom of heaven. Also, family become hell, can become hell. Need to know that. Where is your front line? Where is your front line? Your front line is not your working place. In your working place, at least you need to pre pretend to serve your able, your boss, you know, at the church. When you see the church leader need to, need to pretend to respect. However, in the family, not simple matter. Front line of the front line is where? Family. Many people do not understand this point. Family, think, they think family too comfortable. We are practicing to harmonize with each other, such as visiting families, fundraising, and receiving the compliments from the others, and training to build good relationships. Some people receive a lot of praise and approval from the others, but when they return to their family, they expose their fallen nature as it is. There are people who treat others well, but cannot do so at home. If we look at the second generation, they set an example on GPA, GPA. Wow, they wonderful experience. They met God and tears and tears, beautiful reflection and outside activities. But once they return their families, they all see a decline in their faith. Therefore, we should know that doing well in the family is more important than for example, GPA activities or social activities for our blessed children. That's why you are mother of the, your family, you are father of the, your family, your children in your family need to know that. Where is the front line? Our family is the front line. Even though you're doing something from outside, but when you go back home, you need to realize that here is my front line. If I do not do well with my husband and my wife and my parents and my brothers and sisters, siblings and children, you fail everything. Many people do not notice this one. You do very well at the church. You're serving your pastor, your brothers and sisters. You go visit to the ACLC minister. You humble down and greeting them. And then you are, you, you know, you are really serving them very well. And then when you come back home and see your husband and wife, all kinds of fallen nature came out. And treat sometimes your children very badly and very easily angry with your children and very easily angry with your spouse. 
My goodness, you look at Adam's family, what happened? You know, Cain killed Abel. Noah's family, there's no hardship relationship between Noah and his children, the relationship between Noah and his wife. You look at the Jacob, how he overcome the relationship with the four wives. Oh my goodness. How about Jesus' family? All problems occur in the family. God's problems fail at the family. That's why family is the front line, my brothers and sisters. Continue. You must know that the purpose of serving Cain, raising spiritual children, and being loyal to Abel is to do so in the family. You must practice outside and apply it like it's reality. And you must apply it in the family, not just practice, but everyone feels here. So when we have outside relationships, we should not think of it as practice, but practice like it's the real thing. When you do that, you can realize the ideal of God's true love in your own family and be protected by God. If you have any bitter sorrow, you should meet God's bitter sorrow and supplement it. Also, if you have any bitter sorrow experienced through human relationships, you should think about God's bitter sorrow and make it a driving force. However, people are not able to commit themselves so persistently and stop on the way. Yes. We should know that serving Cain, raising spiritual children, and being loyal to Abel in our social and church life is to do more than that in our own family. After practicing outside in the frontline family, where the practice should, should be done the same as in this real world, everyone fails. So when we have the relationship outside, we should not think of it as just practice. We should practice like it's a real thing so we don't make a mistake in the family. One of God and true parents' bitter sorrow is that blessed family cannot win at home more than in their social life, work life, and church life. Only when we are victorious in the family can we realize the ideal of God's true love and become a family that is protected by God. We need to know that the Peter sorrow of God, the God's heart, the spiritual world, and our ancestors are all bound in the family. That's why I, before going back to my home, always I am thinking, I need to work harder than, you know, in the church. I need to serve my children more than any other one. I cannot be relaxed. I need to watch this more than before. I clean up my house more than before. I always very tense whenever I go back to my home. Of course, I am happy to see my grandchildren, my wife, you know, my father-in-law. But internally, I'm so serious about that. Because I know that my front line is not America, not Clifton Church. My front line is where? My family. 
if I could not success successful life in my family, does not make any sense. Next. Fallen human beings are easily dominated by their circumstances and rise and fall. It is just like when the persecution is over, the will to have faith weakens. And when there is persecution, the will to have faith appears. After entering the Unification Church, there are some who work hard until they receive the blessing, but think they have graduated from everything after receiving it. Students study hard during exams, but when the exams are over, they relax. When they attend school, they studied hard, but after graduation, they don't study. Fallen humans must go one step deeper, but they all stop along the way. You must keep growing step by step, but you end up giving up. So why do people stop on the way and can't move up one more step? It is because they cannot find the origin of God's Han. Only by meeting God's Han can you develop yourself one step higher. Yes. Fallen human beings have the Han of the uh, Han, Han of not being able to keep their hearts and minds that they determine until the end. They are easily dominated by the environment and go up and down. Many people do not control the environment, but they all become secularized by the environment. There is no one who keeps their first motivation, first love, and first determination to the end. When persecution is over, the, the will to have a faith weakens. And when there is a persecution, the will to have a faith appears. In this way, humans are very fickle. True Father always says that truly cannot believe the human heart. After entering Unification Church, uh, there, there are some who work hard until they receive the blessing, but they think that have graduated from everything after receiving the blessing. Students study hard, uh, students, students study very hard during the exams, but when the exams are over, they relax. If you decide to do one thing, practice it for the three days first. If you practice it, practice it for three days, whenever you make up your, uh, uh, your determination to do something and trying to do it for, for three months. If you keep it for three months, try going beyond six months, which is a number that humans are easily fickle, fickle to and difficult to overcome, then go beyond seven months. After seven months of this, this, uh, this uh, determination, it becomes established and begins to become a habit. After, and, and after three years, it completely settles down and becomes a good habit that no one can shake. Then why do people stop on the way and can't move up and more step? It is because they cannot find the origin of Gachahan. Only by meeting Gajahan and can you develop yourself one step higher. And if you respect Abel, who is a model ahead of you and try to be like him, you will change. So you must always have good friends and good able and good uh, upperclassmen and good teacher around you. 
you need to have a really set up good condition and can connect to God. If you create a bad condition and connect to the Satan, that's why surrounding you need to have your good able. You need to have the good friend. You need to have a good teacher. You need to have the good brothers and sisters. This kind of the condition very put Why do our children you know, go bad way? Because they're influenced by bad friends, bad able, bad teacher, bad environment. And automatically they're influenced by environment, by brothers and sisters. That's why how to guide our children influenced by good environment. That's why really we properly educate them. How can they have a good friend? What kind of person can be your good friend? And good able, good teacher, good brothers and sisters. Always let them have the good condition and the fallen man easily influenced by environment. That's why we provide also educate them what's the good condition for them. Okay, final slide. So in the end, the problem is how to develop yourself. I need to keep raising my self-worth, but I try to be satisfied with that position. We must think it's not this. There is a step I need to reach higher than this, but we can't. Those who have been healed of physical illnesses by Jesus need to go one step further and think about what caused these illnesses to come. And they must think a level higher about who is the person who healed them. However, when most people were healed, no one came to Jesus to seriously discuss the course they should take. They were content to just heal. One important thing to consider in our life of faith is that we need to transition to a higher level. To do that, you need to keep raising your own value. However, the problem is that many people try to be satisfied with that, with that. They are doing now when they become more comfortable with it and get used to it. They do not try to challenge something higher and more internal. We must keep thinking, this is not it. And there is a step that I need to reach higher than this. But we don't, don't do so. Most of, most of those who received the physical healing from Jesus did not go to Jesus. One step further and ended with just being healed. Everyone ended up satisfied with being healed. They were content just to heal. We must constantly challenge ourselves and we must gradually go inward and go to the place where we can meet God. The formula of the providence of restoration always starts with restoring, restoring from external environment and goes more internal. And you must go from the internal level to the level of the more internal heart and build a heartistic parent-child relationship with God. In the end, you must go to the stage of the changing your heart. Therefore, we must know that the final conclusion of God's providence of restoration is what? restoration of one's heart become more internal. That's why we need to transform from external to internal, from internal to more internal. Thank you very much.
And um, today, living testimony, I think our MC will introduce. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Dr. Young, for today's guidance. Yet again, another incredible guidance for us. And really, the front line of the family being the front line is so, so precious, this kind of teaching that we're receiving every morning and restoring one's heart internally first, because that is the key. So thank you so much for today's guidance. And for our leaving testimony, for today, we have Takanari Sonada for, from CARP LA. And yes, he will be sharing about his experience raising his spiritual children and also helping others raise their spiritual children. So Takanari, if you could please unmute and share with us. Hello, hello, Dr. Young. Uh, hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. Um, my name is Takanari Sonoda, and I'm from Los Angeles, California. And I'm help out with the witnessing in Carpele. And I'll be talking about my witnessing experience, helping taking care of other people's guests and spiritual children. So um, right now, uh, I am taking care of two guests of my own, and I also help out taking care of maybe four or five uh, other people's guests and spiritual children. So um, these, I like to share. Um, these are um, yeah, spiritual children of other uh, people who I have the great opportunity to help finish DP or also to Father's autobiography. Um, so this is Chaz uh, Newland in the top here. This is Juan Ayala. This is uh, Anthony Jean. And this is uh, Josh Nam. So yeah. Um, sometimes uh, helping, taking care of many guests could be overwhelming at times. And, you know, and you know, sometimes it's hard to fully love each person. But, you know, there are also, there are also many things that I'm grateful to experience and uh, learn th through uh, helping with the guest reading. So, um, yeah, I want to share my experience with taking care of like uh, Anthony and Josh today. So first of all, uh, taking care of Anthony, um, I want to talk about Anthony today at first. Um, so actually, Anthony, uh, there were times where it was a little bit difficult uh, to take care of Anthony. Um, he's a person that needs a lot of love and attention. So sometimes he will message me uh, or even call me late at night uh, sharing about you know what he's going through. And honestly, um, it was really hard for me, me to love him, you know, as, as sometimes. Um, but uh, as I kept on caring for him uh, you know, through, I started to see, you know, deep down, he actually had a very good heart and that, you know, he had a heart to actually want to help others. So I was able to see that, um, like, I was able to see, I was able to realize that I was a lot of times seeing only from my own perspective and not how much God, not, not how much God loved him. So I was able to really feel that God's heart you know, focuses on person's good points and never on people's negative points or parts. And it kind of made me reflect. Um, actually, many times I struggle with my self-worth and, you know, and like, you know, I'm not good enough. 
but you know, actually, by able, I was able to see through taking care of Anthony uh, that God you know, loves us very much and focuses on our good points. Uh, and each person definitely has a good point. And so, yeah, I really felt that you know, God teaches you know, teaches so much to us when we are taking care of people. And next, I want to talk about uh, talk about Josh. And so, um, when Josh finished the Divine Principle, uh, he really expressed that he had a really great experience reading the Divine Principle. But he also expressed that um, he wanted to uh, kind of stop being active uh, in CARP, and um, because he wanted to focus on his studies. So uh, usually in LA, um, at least like two or three people work together to care for one guest. And, and I remember um, praying desperately, you know, for with the team and that, you know, discussing like, how can we, uh, what can we do to uh, help um, Josh keep going or, you know, to, you know, after divine principle, uh, start reading about your father, uh, the autobiography. And I remember uh, also um, praying desperately, and um, you, know, you know, for Josh. And you know, after that, uh, we we made an appointment for Josh to talk with him, and we had a long conversation with Josh. And he actually decided to, uh, you know, keep connecting with Carp, and started reading Shri Father's autobiography. And right there, I, I really felt, you know, through preparing to you know, meet with Josh uh, to talk with him, um, that how, you know, how much God is desperate for his, uh, each of his children. I know, you know, this war between, you know, spiritual life and spiritual death, you know, how, how like desperate God is. And I was able to feel how precious um, everyone is for God. And how you know how how much desperation it takes to really uh, keep a spiritual life going, um, yeah. So that's what you know I was able to really experience through taking care of Josh. So you know, so overall, um, yeah, definitely, I've, I've I was able to really experience. Um, you know, really, I think, really important things. And so overall, through, you know, helping taking care of uh, people's guests, um, it helped me shift my mindset of, you know, I have, I have to uh, accomplish, you know, three spiritual children for myself uh, to, you know, I want to be a vessel for, for God so that, you know, any guest that I'm helping uh, could connect with God. And I, the whole purpose of, uh, witnessing is for you know the guests to you know establish their relationship with God. You know also you know I have to establish my relationship with God, and I also was able to uh, understand the importance of prayer, and you know, I'm really grateful for witnessing because you know there were many times where I myself was stuck and stagnant with my own life of faith, but. Uh, you know, constantly, uh, you know, preparing and helping out with guest readings. And uh, it helped me realign myself with God and uh, want to, you know, keep um, being a filial son to God. 
So that was my experience of you know, taking care and witnessing. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you. Yeah, such a young boy. How come he has such a beautiful testimony? It is really amazing. Wow, so much mature. And he said whenever he see his, uh, you know, you know, spiritual children doesn't want to see viewpoint. It's kind of the parental heart. And also he talking about desperation. Wow, so many things we can learn from him. Thank you so much, beautiful, your, uh, you know, testimony. Kamsamida.